This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today. We got a lot. We have 50 minutes, 55 minutes. We got to go fast. Miss Sarah Frazier. Hi, David. David Yontef, my <sighs> love. David Yontef. Oh my God. David, we got a I... lot, Sarah. We have to like seriously Let's go fast. It. Okay. Um, the first thing just to close out the fact that nobody wants to talk about anything but the Oscars um will smith 10-year ban 10-year ban from the academy so he keeps his oscar but essentially you're not an academy member i mean do we really is this even really a punishment you can't vote um i think i think that you can still be nominated you just can't come so he could still be nominated for an oscar he could win and someone could accept on his behalf he, he won't be there but jada I smith can come she could come, but she's not. I mean, unless they get divorced, which I actually think they could be getting divorced. I'm just going to throw that out there. Everyone says they're thick as thieves, but I don't know. I think something like that changes you. You do? If, oh, yeah. I think if his perception, if things don't get better in a year, I think they could divorce 100%. They've separated before. It's not like it's a stretch. I mean, that's what their story is with August Elsina, that they were separated. And that's when she started seeing August. I have to look up this August. Uh, can I just is he? Can I just tell you that Will Smith and Jaden Smith are a hot, hot father son. Just putting it <laughs> out there. I'm not saying I need. Listen, if they were to engage in anything together, I personally would not be opposed to that. But I don't need okay. them together. I would take Jaden on his own, and I would take Will on his own. So okay. I, okay. I have to look up this August and see, was he worth it, Jada? Because I don't know what you're doing when you have Will Smith at home, honestly. Well, I think um, they, I think they're toast. I think they're done in there. Well, I don't know. I think if his reputation can be salvaged, I mean, there's so many good stories coming out, you know, behind the scenes about them, you know, that he's reportedly devastated. He doesn't want to come out and say anything more. So he doesn't want to bring any, any more attention to the family there. They feel like their careers are all ruined. I don't know. All? I mean, as in Jaden too, because mm -hmm. Jaden was well, hot, 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 hot. These are, these are just like reports and rumors, like behind the scenes about this. I mean, how true it is. I don't know, you know? Um, and they claim that Will Smith's in a really bad place, but you know, what can you do? You have to move forward. Um, and, and, uh, and, and I did see something like at CAA. I don't know if it's true. They've had like a 12,000 hour discussion. Certain people are like, you are not dropping him. Other agents were like, we have to drop him. I mean, listen, I really, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know what I was just going to say. Because <laughs> I mean, what's the point of me saying anything? Like, who the fuck am I? And I have no say in the matter. Oh, but well, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. I read every single article about them. 
you know, I'm still so shocked. I I am hoping for an Oprah tell-all because, you know, something deep is going on there. That's why I think that it is their marriage. I, you know, I know they did the Red Table Talk. They came out about August Alsina. And then at the end, they fist bumped and they said bad marriage for life. You know, I mean, a kind of take on the bad boys franchise or whatever. And yeah, that's their thing. Oh I mean, but I just... I don't know. I, I think it was it was so strange. And I think you're going to I don't know if you're when you're going to hear from Chris Rock. Anyway, the long and the short is this isn't going away. And a 10 year ban is is huge. If it's you're huge. in that world, if you're in that world, I mean, to I everybody mean, else, no one gives a shit. You know, well, like you say, also people politic for this, you know, to win an Oscar. And mm-hmm. yeah, you could be nominated. But are you ever going to be? I mean, is this is this who is going to nominate? Will Smith, everyone's going to be scared. It sounds like they're scared to even put in this picture. Just quickly before we wrap up this topic, yeah. Mel Gibson, you know, how, like I tell you that sometimes I'm on and there's like 75 people listening um, and I'm shuddering because someone's going to come on and say, David, please move on. Mel Gibson did an interview. I don't know for what he's promoting something. And he, the last question the guy asked, did you see that? And his people were like, that's all we have time for today. Sorry. And the guy followed up and the woman was like, Mel's moving on now. Thank you. And he, Mel laughed. Like, I think Mel was going to answer it. Like, I mean, Mel, he knows about being canceled. I know he really does. And I think, and you know, what's funny too about Mel Gibson. I don't know, funny, whatever you want to say about him. Like, like they're all crazy. Right. In Hollywood. I think, I think you're right. I think Mel would have answered that. And like Mel, like, I don't know. He probably would have had thoughts like about, I think Mel actually probably would have condoned Will Smith. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Will, I don't think any of these people, once you were that famous for that long, have any context of like the real world. You know, who's also crazy. And I'm not just, this isn't like my segue is like these reality stars. I swear to you. And this isn't like I get canned answers. I have people on this show. I'm not just referring to like Lala when she says like Rand is my guy. And then two, but it's literally like, I have people on this show that make these strong declarations and literally a week later, something happens and their whole life changes. And I'm like, I just spoke to you. Now there's a delay in who are well, you I'm just, well, like, for instance, like, I mean, there, there's a delay in getting stuff out. It doesn't come out the next day. I mean, we have a schedule here and we're backed up, guys. I mean, I can't help it that everyone wants to come on. It's really no ego. It is just, there's nothing I can do. I am not saying no to people. So some stuff comes out a day later. Some stuff comes out weeks later. There's nothing I can do. Months. Um, but just with like Lala, Rand is my guy and Rand saying Lala's my girl. And then three weeks, whatever, however long later this happens. I have some, some oh. people. Okay. I'll be honest. I have some people coming up from a show that just got canceled and yeah, Shaz is canceled. Shaz is canceled. What do you think happened there, by the way? I want all, cause you know, I I've been a Shaz fan and watcher, but I, I've never interviewed. Well, actually Nima Vand there. And look, I'll tell you, if you want to know something about Nima, Vand, I mean, Nima Vand was like living for his 15 minutes on that show, like living why he just gave you an attitude when he like he okay i don't know he told this story on the sarah fraser show uh, i don't even know what it was about um anyway he emailed us after wanted it removed and then he said something to the extent i gave you a taylor swift i, I don't know if taylor swift talked to him or he almost had a date with taylor swift or something he goes i gave you the taylor taylor swift hit you know i gave you or, or that nugget like i gave you that you know and i'm like dude i don't look I don't think anyone was picking this up. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, it was just so, um, I don't know. I found that part a little weird. Like, I gave you this sound. Like, okay, well. I, I'm not a fan of that shit either. And right, they always call him whatever story he wanted removed by you. I guarantee you, you were, it was probably nothing. It was nothing of a story. I couldn't even, honest to God, if you had a gun to my head right now, I couldn't even tell you what it was. I mean, it was that forgettable. Um, but I'm just like, I got the vibe from it. You know, he was very nice on the interview, but I, I he I, was very concerned about his image because he wanted to be picked up and, and forever on that show is, is my take. I had his sister on Dr. Mona Van. She was a little difficult in her own way. <laughs> no, we, lovely, we, lovely and nice. But she wanted certain things. I, I forgot what also like toned down or something. There was something she wanted taken out. And I was like, this is such a nothing of a 
nothing. Like, By the way, what? she's the one that's now dating um, uh, Gary V. You know, Gary V, the one that's become famous online for giving business advice. No, I you do know? not. <laughs> Like, no, I don't care. I don't care. Anyway, you know, Gary V. I don't know. I feel like he was really super hot like two or three years ago. Because Mona's very pretty. Very. Well, um, let me look up this. Yes. Gary V is getting divorced from his wife of numerous years. And he came out on his social media for the first time with Nima Van's sister, Mona Van. You'll know. I mean, he's not so bad. He's kind of cute. He's gotten a lot hotter. Oh. Okay, good Gary V. Like back in the day. Oh, like, maybe. Yeah, maybe I'm not so into him. He now. he's had a real like everybody. Don't you love that when you become rich? It's like when you and I become like wealthy and at post our tour. Like we're gonna look so much better. You know what I mean? Well, like that Carrie Underwood when they, when they flash back to that season that yeah. season of American Idol and I'm from Arkansas or wherever the hell it was. And yes. I've never been on a plane and now Carrie Underwood is fucking gorgeous fashion guru. So yes, Only after it, after our podcast tour when it sells out and they need another one, yes, we are going to go. We're going to we look. Are gonna go. Um, so anyway. Shaz is canceled. What do I think? By the way, did you take anything out for Nima? Did you do it? Because because I, I did. I don't have the energy. So right, I said Mona. Sure, baby doll. Sure. I I, I did too. Uh, you know, in general, I love to keep it um, cool with most of these people. Like to me, it's not worth the fight. I'd love to have them on again. Um, you you know, you and I are like. I end up liking almost everybody that comes on my show, and and I I liked Nima. I just felt that it was like a little. At the end, it was a little pretentious. Like it's a little arrogant. Uh, yeah, I was like, all right, you know, thanks for doing us this favor, I guess. And, you know, the Taylor story went like nowhere. You know, I think he'd already said that to somebody else or something. So uh, so that was it. I just didn't didn't like that part of it. But yes, I took it out. Yeah, I get it. I took out Mona's thing. Um, What do I really think happened is I really, truly, in my heart of hearts, I think Mike is the catalyst that sped this up that ended i personally this is just me i have been told directly by certain shahs the exact opposite but uh you know i like to play my producer i truly believe shahs was canceled already and it was for the ratings yes here i go people when a show is canceled it is usually canceled for fucking ratings that's how it works so because people tell me that i talk about ratings like it's 1990 I don't even understand. Ratings are 2022 and in 2042, people will still be talking about ratings. I'll probably be dead. So I won't be talking about it, but somebody (laughs) will. Um, I will be probably. I don't, I don't particularly know what, um, I don't particularly know what the ratings like exactly were like where they, like the exact 500, but they were not good. And just the way certain Shaws were speaking to me, although they said, oh, very soon, blah, blah. I just got the impression, look, here's the thing. When a whole group of people are not that accessible and it's under lock and key, like if Bravo is going to make an announcement season nine, you certainly aren't because you will get in trouble for that. You'll, you'll get your ding, you know, Kelly Dodd fine for Drunk Wives Matter as said on David Yonsef's behind the th- like you you get fine like if you say oh bravo's announcing the return or something like that you 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 will get fined so i just found it strange that a group of people that were very unaccessible like inaccessible all of a sudden were dying to come on behind the velvet rope and talk about anything i wanted and g- great more power to you we got some people coming up guys but i just thought that was weird and listen it's also been a long time right like the last season it's been when it's so long i'm just like this show so i personally never thought this shaz was coming back that is just me kept it to myself that's some tea that's some tea i didn't but that's me i mean that's just that's just my opinion i mean i'm glad that you consider that tea you know i I had heard two seasons ago that the, the ratings were in trouble and, you know, and didn't it didn't it go from Bravo to E or was it always on E? Um, it was never, nor is it on E now. It's okay, on Bravo. okay, okay. <laughs> but, do, but don't get me wrong. I love, I love the Shaws. I love the show. I, I there's I so much I love about it. I love Golnessa. I love MJ. Love. 
okay, but where do you think it jumped the shark that like the ratings went sour? Because like it was a ratings hit for so long. I mean, that show really was, you know, it was so good. What do you think happened? That's a good question. Because I thought even last season, like season eight, whereas I'll go on record and say, I think last season of Vanderpump Rules was horrible. I think last season, like Shaw's to me was good up till the end. I don't think it ever jumped the shark. I like last season. I just think, so now look, I think this happens with Mike. And now if they were wavering or like 90% canceled, whatever it was, like they weren't 100% sure. Yeah, sure. This pushes it over the edge. And I do think it pushed it over the edge. I do think politically Bravo needs to make a statement. You know what I mean? And listen, the show, let's back up people. Let's, let's back up. Let's back up for a minute. Here is the true statement that no one can argue with. The show, Shaza Sunset, could have 100% come back without Mike. You could have fired Mike for domestic violence charges. Mind you, innocent until proven guilty. You didn't fire Erica Jane. You didn't fire Jen Shaw. So I'm not even so sure what, what, but okay, this is hitting some, whatever stance you want to take. Because I do think we have a sliding scale. I will stand by that. That Jenny McGowan, right? Every so, yeah, you know, I'm a huge TLC fan before the 90 days, which is a very popular spinoff of 90 day fiance. They're going through this too. a woman was fired at the beginning of the season for posting the N word on her social media, writing very derogatory things towards Asian people, Muslim people. OK, fast forward. Uh, we're like we had two or three episodes left. Another guy came came out that he had posted a a meme or reposted a meme using the n-word i mean they didn't fire him and he's on the reunion i mean so it is always a sliding scale and is he like a big character like yeah yeah huge huge and of course you know when this other couple was fired at the beginning like even more spotlight was shown on the the remaining couples because they had to fill that airtime the wait is over that's right season five of the kardashians is here Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm going to be honest. Listen, I've heard so much about meditation, but I really didn't think it was something that would ever work for me. That is until I found the Calm app. Calm helps you feel more at ease from the moment you start. So find somewhere that's comfortable and familiar to you, like your couch or your bed, and tune into Calm. Calm is the number one mental wellness app, and it gives you the tools that improve the way you feel. You could use Calm for so many different things. You can reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations. You can improve your focus with curated music tracks. And you can rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories. I turn to Calm because, hey, I'm a New Yorker and I have trouble sleeping. What I love about Calm is there's so many different things that they offered for sleep. Stories, sleep soundscapes like rivers and brooks. I also love the music, but Calm can also help you focus, self-improvement, reduce stress. It really is a great app to improve the quality of your life. For listeners of Behind the Velvet Robe, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off a Calm Premium subscription at com.com slash velvet rope. Go to com.com slash velvet rope for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's com.com slash velvet rope. What are you doing right now? Okay, fine. You're taking a break from the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast right now. But what are you doing as soon as this podcast is over? Well, listen, you're wasting your time if you're not playing June's Journey. 
We literally spent hours here talking about the Real Housewives. And let me tell you, you think they're tough? They ain't got nothing on June. If you play June's journey, you play as June Parker. She's an amateur detective investigating a series of mysteries. How fierce is she? Let me tell you, she's fierce. The mysteries are full of twists and turns around every corner. And you put your powers of observation to the test. You get to sharpen your sleuthing skills and you get to relish in the thrill of solving the case. The more I play, the better I get. But you know what? The thrill of solving the case never goes away. There's hidden clues. There's danger. There's romance. I'm telling you, it is better than Real Housewives. Don't believe me? Play for yourself. So listen, there's a detective in all of us. Find your inner detective and download June's Journey free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. So, you know, you got even more. Yeah. And he was you know, he's still on the show. He's on the tell-all. I'll be curious to see if they bring it up. Um, but I wanted to just give context to all of our listeners about, you know, Mike Mike was arrested from Shaw's on March 27th for alleged domestic violence. We don't know, though, if it was against Paulina. Uh, reportedly, they're still together. Do you think it's, I guess we can draw the conclusion, allegedly, maybe, that it's against Paulina? I mean, that's, listen, I am going to just tell you a story. I have, I have, I have a story. Okay. I literally have a story. The thing about the more people you, I always tell people like, this is why you got to go to Patreon because Patreon is where I talk about what happens behind the scenes. But let me share this. So this is a real story, no criticism. And I do think it's against Paulina. I don't know who else it could be against, okay. but, I, may, but maybe not just my opinion. I interviewed Paulina. Domestic incident, right? So you don't, you don't know. I mean, that could be a sister-in-law. That could be, you know, I mean, that could be another family member. I'm with you. I'm drawing the conclusion it's Paulina, but it could be a family member. But she has kids in the house. I mean, she has kids. Paulina has real children from, uh, you know, her ex. So listen, this is just a story. This is not related to, I'm not alleging anything, but this is an actual true story that I was a part of. I, I interviewed Paulina. You can go back and listen to the episode. Paulina was on my podcast. Now, Paulina is recording. And I have the unedited video somewhere. So this is not, this is a real story. And I asked a question about, this was like at the beginning of COVID and like, well, that must be convenient. Like, you know, you at Mike's, Mike's at your house, like you guys are playing house. It wasn't really revealed that they were living together at the time. This was like soft David. This wasn't David today. That's like, you know, I've done 500 shows. Now I'm coming for you. But back then it was like baby David who like, thought he was coming for you, but didn't really know how to come. So I really, there was no agenda in this, but she started revealing stuff that basically, and I was like, oh, and it's like, the, she, she revealed that they were living together. Not really something, who, who cares, really? Kind of like Nima. This isn't like a big reveal yeah, that Bethany is, right. I was like, it's, I didn't even think, so I hear in Persian, a gentleman, talking in Persian, very loud and very sternly off air. Now, I've watched Shots of Sunset, so I do recognize voices. Reza, Mike, MJ. This voice to me, because I did not see this human being, but this was recorded in the house. I did not... Sarah's phone is going off. I did not... Sarah's phone is truly going off, guys. There we go. Okay. I did not see this person, but... From watching the TV, the voice sounded like Mike. And then Paulina said, can I just, can I, can I hang up the Zoom and can I get right back to you? Now, I thought the interview would never continue, but she came back on and she was like, you know, I'm sorry. I think I had to either, I don't know if she asked me to edit it out or something, but there was an, I don't. This story tells you nothing. I don't know what happened when the Zoom was cut off, but I, and I don't know who this man's voice was, but watching the show, it certainly sounded like Mike. And even if it didn't sound like Mike, it's a gentleman in your house. It's safe to assume it is Mike. And it was in Persian. So I do not know what was said, but when she came back on, she told me, she said, 
you know, it's just the stuff. Cause I was like, is everything okay? Like she came back on, we finished the interview, edited it together, but she's like, you know, wow. the stuff about like living together. And, and, and she said, you know, he's just trying to protect. I think she even said he, I think she said it was like, I, I think I have to go back and listen to it, go back and listen to the episode. I don't know if that, I might've edited it out, but she said, you know, like, he's just trying to protect me with like a divorce and like people don't know where I live. It was some, but it was just regardless of what it was in the context and why it was an angry voice. So that's all I'm saying. Interesting. I, you know, I never, uh, okay. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, is this the first time he's been arrested for a domestic incident? I mean, as far, I know, he's as far like, as I know, but like, then, you know, his story last year was like this. He's he's the story was the sexting and like he was sexting other women and just yes. the narrative on Mike on the show that they say is that you are a controlling man that you that that is the narrative like yeah paulina who is and again go and listen to the show guys this episode it was she was like a like a scared butterfly even with me just very soft-spoken may not be the most exciting episode you guys ever listened to but now now i want to reissue i'm going to reissue this for everybody because i think so it's just i think there is you know you just you make a stereotype there's this Do, like docile, soft, yes, like yes. the the narrative that MJ and Gigi and Reza on the show said that Mike is controlling and likes to be the alpha male with his like yeah, yes yes true. sir women and so but she's a sweetie and I and I actually interviewed her feeling bad a little bit like this is just weird to me just to me not causing drama just that that was my takeaway so. I wow, that's really good. Okay, so I feel like everybody listening has a homework assignment. They need to go now. I want to listen to the. I, I'm going to reissue it because I then, do the reissues. Okay, well now I feel like I got to reissue Nima's because I want to. I want people to listen reissue. and figure out like what this, I got to go back and listen to the reissue, baby. Reissue, babe. Anyway, but no. So I mean, listen. I I think that that pushed it over the edge, and I think I do believe if this were season two blockbuster ratings. There would be no cancellation of Shaw's and there would be no firing of Mike. I just think this is all lumped together. Like Shaw's is canceled. And if it makes it's a political thing for the network to say it's because of Mike and we stand, this, go for it. I'm, are you, you know, okay, last question on this, because I know we have a lot to cover today, but are you a little bit concerned about Bravo's programming? Because this is, you know, now with Roni, the old you know, traditional Roni being canceled, OC having horrendous ratings. Um, now with with Shaws, it, this is beginning to give me E! Network vibes. You know, E! is a mess. You know, E! News, uh, you and I probably grew up on. I'm talking old school E! True Hollywood story. You had Fashion Police, which was enormous. I mean, you had Howard Stern. This is like way back in the day. Howard Stern that kind of kicked that off. Juliana Rancic was like a queen there. I mean, and then... I'm going to say eight years ago, it just started to go to shit. And now they cannot, I, I don't even know how they're, or what they're filling their programming with. I mean, it's so bad. Nobody's, no one's watching. I mean, I'm getting, a, are you concerned for Bravo programming? Well, yes. E is truly a mess. Like that just isn't, I mean, I know this for a fact. I know people that work there. Yes, Look, you I lost the Kardashian. So that's a big thing. Yes. You know, you could spin it any way you want. Ryan Seacrest is pursuing. The bottom line is you cannot afford the Kardashians. B, you cannot afford, you know, little miss thing Seacrest. Like you can't afford these people. So they could spin it any way they want. Ryan Seacrest works 24-7 a day, you know, he would stay if the money was right. You couldn't afford him. So, and with the Kardashians gone, like, what is the e-programming? We don't have fashion police. It's, look, they're trying. They're trying with that celebrity show. Really, the thing oh, that's... Glazer. I do adore Nikki Glazer. You know what's rated well, too, shockingly, is I had her on my show, Rachel. The, the Bradshaw Bunch is actually rated high. It's not really? buzzy. It, it gets, yep. I don't know about season three, but... The first season did great. They couldn't wait to get that back for season two. Really? Yep. Okay, okay. I watched a couple episodes of that. I mean, I I liked it, but I I don't know. You know, I didn't get like super into it. So fascinating. Okay. <laughs> so there's that. But so, um, <coughs> excuse me. I don't know if Bravo is gonna like. I'm not really concerned. But where is? Remember, we had Tabitha and Jonathan, and oh and and God. we had things that failed. But like, where is the new? 
programming. I mean, we're kind of out of COVID. Like, where, wh- what new Bravo show has it come along? Now we had Winter House, which is a new show, and we have a new show coming up, which I'm going to be covering about five, yes, five Atlanta matchmakers. It's okay. greenlit. It's starting. The cast will be popping by behind the rope, guys. But yeah, like I see your face. Like, is are we excited for the show? Like, let, let's see how it plays out, maybe. But remember the days, even if Epic fails, but like, you know, um, that show about the eight designers, the Norgrats, and and you know, top design. And like Bravo used to say, here's a new show. Wait, you don't like it? It's canceled. Let's try another one. No, where are the new shows? Where? Where are they? No, I, I'm with you. I feel like maybe COVID and maybe they're going to be ke- doing catch up this next year. You know, maybe they're going to be green lighting a bunch of things to try, but, um, but you know, candy in the gang, I don't know. Is that, is, is that doing any better? I have to check in on it. I got to check in on candy. In okay. the gang. Fascinating about Shaw's. I really thought that was another one of their crown jewel um, shows. And I have to imagine for that cast that's been there nine years. I mean, that was their job. That was probably their full-time jobs, you know? And so, I loved it. I, I think it went on on top. Too. Me too. I, I look, one of my favorites, MJ, I told you when I first got here to LA, I met MJ. Like, lo- I was like, oh my, I was starstruck actually with her. I was like, oh my God. I mean, I'm obsessed with you. How champs? Like, I, I'm like, I, like, I love and Tommy. I need to know more about Tommy. I mean, I've I'm got, I've got him. some more about Tommy for you. Like, I'll tell you some stuff. No, I mean, for everyone to listen, not right now, but that's, I got some stuff coming with MJ and Tommy. Lovely, lovely people. Amazing. Um, I will miss it, but you know what? We have the RHOBH trailer to keep us warm. Well, that, I mean, I will say, I mean, that is going to be ratings gold. Okay. We've gone from, I guess, no ratings to, I think that they could break records with ratings on this season. Do you? I think that trailer was, it just, I, and I, I watch these trailers for Beverly Hills and I think, what is it? What's the magic? Why is it? And, and, uh, this is, this was my complaint always about New York. Beverly Hills has it all. It has star power, even though, you know, Harry Hamlin, legit fucking actor, you know, Lisa Renna has worked in this town for years and years and years. Garcelle has worked for years. Kyle. I mean, Kyle, you know, Kyle didn't have anything till this hit, but I mean, they are Hollywood royalty to a degree. Kathy. I mean, Kathy is so rich. Like it just, it uh, like uh, you, you, it has it all really. It really has it all. I mean, what that it's it's almost saying at the end of the day, when you strip it all away, it's, it's the famous people. It's the actors, the actresses, people that were legitimately famous that know how to carry a show. And I think I told you this before, because I apparently am like, you know, PR department of one over here. When you put this, this stuff out to the mainstream media, not the blogs, not reality blurb, although I love you. Thank you for running me. When you call people magazine, when you're on the phone with us weekly, you hear over and over, like the bottom line is they care about this is let's break the fourth wall. They care about nothing the way they care about Beverly Hills. Nothing. Well, everyone thinks Roni and no, like I get so much shit turned down and it's like, then I'll have like a Sutton Strack on my show who says nothing, nothing. There's nothing here. And it gets picked up by people and everything. They, the, the media loves Beverly Hills, loves. Working out is a necessary part of life. We all work out, right? Now, here's the thing. Doing the same thing in your workout day after day, that gets really boring and really tiring. Right, guys? Are you with me? Listen, Peloton is pushing you further with so much new. They're pushing you further with so much new on the Peloton bike, the Peloton bike plus. There's everything. Peloton is stepping into the ring with its newest discipline, no gloves needed, boxing. They also have a new artist series music selections. You can add certain types like rock music or hip hop or just EDM, or you can show you can go like genre, or you can go like one particular artist. You guys know I love the Madonna. Hello. You could de-stress from a long day with 30 minutes of strength and 20 minutes of cardio, or do a quick 15 minute total body class before work yoga meditation dance cardio i could go on all day you guys and that's why i love peloton listen visit onepeloton.com to learn more that's o-n-e-p-e-l-o-t-o-n.com to learn more i i do too i love it what did you think of the trailer i loved it i loved let me just before i say i loved it but 
this, I mean, I don't understand if producers pull her aside, but this Rena is just, uh, just, I don't know. Is she a genius or is she just a sick, vile person? Like she, now she, look at, she did this to Denise. She did, she just, listen, I think Rena says, I think Rena literally sits home. I do. And looks in the mirror and is like, Lisa Rena, what are you going to do this season? Because you're not getting fired because you got Delilah. And granted, the kids make their own fucking money. But this is so I think she said last season, the whole world hates Erica and all the housewives hate Erica. And the only if Lisa Rinna hated Erica last season, that is not a storyline for Lisa Rinna because Kyle hates her. And this like they all came for Erica, not hates, but came for her. The storyline is to defend Erica. Now you are being talked about. And I think Lisa Rinna says, bitch. You're going to defend her. Everyone says you threw Denise under the thing. Guess what? You're not going to throw her anywhere. You're going to be on her side because nobody is. And all of a sudden, Lisa Rinna has the most, like, talked about, you know, not most, but it sets her apart, right? I think this season, Lisa Rinna sits home and is like, Lisa Rinna, here we are again. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, girl? And she says, A, I'm going to flip and, and go against Erica. Okay. She's like, that's not enough. I'm going to come for, I'm going to create drama for the darling Kathy Helton. That scene where she says to Kathy, your sister, when she says to Kyle, your sister's talking about you. I mean, now we have two sisters. Let's flashback 12 seasons fighting. And it's all because of Lisa fucking Rinna. So I think Lisa Rinna really, I truly do. I think she sits home and says the key that the, the, the linchpin is to be 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 friends with Erica. And now this season she's like, what is the big oh, the whole world loves Kathy. Okay, okay. I gotta come for Kathy. I don't think she gives a fuck. I don't either. I think that's the beauty and the genius of her in a way that so many people underestimate is I think she doesn't give a fuck. I think she has such a greater purpose of being on that show to sell her Lisa Renna shit on QVC to make the girls famous, which to your point there, they are, and they're becoming even more famous. Um, and, you know, Harry was already pretty established in Hollywood. And I don't, you know, I, I don't think she's going to do anything like you know, racist or anything like that to like rock his boat. You know what I mean? So Harry continues to work. She's making more money. And she said this on the show. She's making more money since Housewives than she did like 10 years prior. You know, I mean, she, you know, I'm with you. I think she she's going to do whatever it takes to stay. And um, she's a genius. Yeah, she's so I, good. At, and that's what I think is missing on these other shows. It's like, Sonia, it's like, you're just such like, it's like, there's no thought like Ramona it's like there's no thought or calculation like the only one that was maybe somewhat capable of it was Dorinda and they got rid of her well sweetheart you don't need to worry about about Ramona or Sonia for a long while if ever and you know the thing I mean for all the reasons you're saying Lisa Red is a genius this is why lots of the audience despises her but I have to tell you like again just like Denise, Lisa, not everyone knew Kathy. Not everyone was friends with Kathy before this. Lisa was legitimately friends with Kathy Helter. This, yeah. this was a friendship. So you are now taking another actual friend in life and coming for them. Listen, if you really, just think about it. If you really heard something, like Jersey, like Margaret held this thing about Jennifer. Now she brought it out, but she says for seasons, and see, I, I, I know Margaret, so I know all, but you say for seasons, like we can't, no children, no family, no work. Heather Jabrow has said that the rule is you don't come after children. You don't come after a real business and you don't come after family. So if Lisa Rinna was really concerned, she would say to Kathy and Kyle, listen, this is what I heard. And I'm doing this now. We ain't filming for five more months. I'm bringing this up. You bring this up on camera? Like, A, she doesn't care. B, there's no limits. And this is another friend. This is an actual real friend that she had in the world before Housewives. Like, she has no limits, Miss Rena. None. Well, I think Rena, what, what is also a genius about Rena is what Chris, Car what, 
you know, Chris Jenner um, or Chris Kardashian, whatever she goes by now, Chris Jenner, she, um, you know, she'd always said when they had started out the Kardashians, she, she sat the family down and they all decided, I mean, if we're going to do this, we're going to show everything. We're going to show, we're going to say it all. We're going to show it all. And that's how I think they became so famous. And I think that's the genius of Rinna. I mean, I'm going to be curious if the Kardashians can bring it again on Hulu, because I don't think they want to share anymore the true things that are going on. And I, I don't blame them. They have a huge empire now. Um, but I, I think with Rena, she subscribes to the Kris Jenner motto and, you know, I, like the Kardashians back in the day, I, I don't think they gave a fuck. They didn't care about Reggie Bush or that other, who was the other guy she married? I mean, he was so disposable. The other Chris Humphreys. Yeah. I mean, he, he was like disposable, you know, I mean, they were, they were willing to do whatever it took. And Rena has that. And, but that is Rena's argument. Like, so, right, it's it's a, it's an issue looking in the mirror, like I say, and saying, Lisa Rinna, come, let's discuss. Yeah, or so. is she, like she says to Denise and all the housewives that hide it, I bear it all. And shame on you because you signed up for this. You are not telling your truth. You, I, like you, I know things about you and you're not talking. We signed up and look at me. I'm sharing it all. That is her argument. That's what she says. I just don't know if she believes that. Or if she's really like maniacal and will do anything, or if she truly in her heart of heart has a heart of gold and like, this is the job. I have to do this on air. The job is, or is it like, I am maniacal and I am not leaving. I really think Lisa Rinna, love her or hate her as far as understanding the assignment. I think she's might be one of the smartest housewives in history. I think she's good, right? And I think she's going to outlast everyone, Kyle included. I think Kyle is is Kyle is not a lifer. Give it, give it a push in the wrong direction. Kyle's even said, like, I'm not going to be here forever. I think Kyle is, is you know. Well, I mean, now she doesn't need it, right? Mauricio, at least from all outwardly appearances, you know, the real estate, the agency has taken off. It's doing really well. I mean, you know, I think for Kyle, it's probably more about the money than it is the fame, you know, um, with Rena, I think Rena is like old school. It's about the fame. It's about, you do? I think it's about the money too, though. Well, I, yeah, I mean, they're all about the money. I think, yeah, yeah. But I mean, also, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to see how it goes down. I can't wait. But also, and I didn't mean to cut you off. Like also let's not forget that this is an actual actress. Like those skills are not gone. Has anyone watched Melrose Place or Days of Like, she is a trained. So when she says, come on, Kathy, just be honest. Like when she, like there is an element, and I'm not criticizing it because we love to watch her. We love to hate her. Like there is an element of Lisa Rinna knows how to act a scene. She does. Yeah, it's true. I think she has all the combination that you want. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think Andy Cohen is probably like what? Because her her name was kicked around seasons before she was asked. I think they're just like what took us so long with all the the misses. But she's listen. She's not going anywhere. I think she understands the assignment more than any housewife possibly ever. And I do think that the acting is tied into that. I, I do. I think. Her acting abilities and skills. I'm not saying that she's Meryl Streep. I'm just saying it helps make her a better. Like she gets oh, it. She gets I think it. you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Wow, Lisa Rinna. Lisa um, Rinna. But I can tell you, you know, I don't need to go take the temperature of the room. Lots of people despise the woman. Um, what else? Oh, speaking well, of Beverly I mean- Hills. I, I know this this new lawsuit against Erica is wild for fifty million dollars, basically alleging that she stayed on TV and and you know ga- came on TV to bring legitimacy to Girardi Keys and knew exactly what she was doing. And by basically going on TV and saying, "Oh, Tom's you know Tom's a wonderful lawyer and Tom is this and we have jets," you know, kept the portrayal that Tom was a legitimate attorney when in fact he was just embezzling. I mean, you know, you are an attorney. I mean, like the accusations that are now being made that she was complete. These are these are accusations that she was like basically hand in hand with Tom, like defrauding, you know, victims that she knew exactly where the money goes. Okay, you can throw that out, but like you've got to be able to prove it. Like, I'm just like, are you going to be able to prove that she like handedly conspired with him? How? 
it's such a hard how that's such a hard thing to prove. Such a hard thing. I mean, unless there are email, unless there is something that we don't, or if there are text messages or emails, I mean, unless it is written down, which I'm sure it's not because Tom, I doubt was that stupid. But I mean, I, I, the only thing that I think is is crazy about this is like, I almost wonder if the strategy strategy is just to like bankrupt her because I'm like, how long can, how much longer, even if she's making a million a year, over a million, I mean, the attorney fees, like how much longer can she hold on? Well, look at the trailer when she says to like, when she says like, I only care about myself. And then she says, like, what does she say? Fuck the victims. Like, look at the facts or something like that. She says, I don't care. about. I think she says, I don't care about the victims. Look at the facts. So she is, she is like Jen Shaw. She is to the grave saying, I am innocent. Like, I understand what she's saying. Like, I'm not giving earrings back as I lose my voice. I'm not giving any money. I, I'm innocent. Why, why should you take my hard-earned money? It's mine. Yeah. I didn't do anything. And Garcelle, then, you know, like on the real, I think she said it. She's like, it's past that. It's past that. Whether it's your money or not, you earn, you do earn over a million dollars when all is said and done. You give something to the victims. Whether you're innocent or not, you could be innocent. It's called, we all volunteer our time and give money to charity. And for good or bad, your name is associated with this mess. These are victims that have pennies. So you could be, uh, that's what I don't understand. You can, I mean, I understand the lawsuit and like the, how it's going to look and maybe you can't do it now, but she's gone on record of saying, I'm not giving a penny to these people unless I'm forced. And it's like, why can't you say when it's over, like, if I am found, you know, whatever, like you don't even say, but like, give them something because they have nothing. And you have so, you make so much money. Yes. You're probably spending your on attorney's fees, but like, then don't, then give some to the fucking well, victims. The, look, I mean, even, you could you be know, innocent. You could be yeah. innocent. That could be your charity of choice. Giving yeah. to the victims. Right. Right. I know. I think that's a fair point. The charges, and you tell me how hard these are, are racketeering, conspiracy to commit racketeering, receipt of stolen property, aiding and abetting concealment of stolen property, money had and received, conversion, unlawful business practice, consumers, legal remedies, act and deceit. I mean, look, if there are emails and whatnot and things like that, they're not hard. They're not hard to prove. Like if you have real evidence. These things are real things that are not so hard to prove. If you have the evidence, if this is just like a shot in the dark and this other case was dismissed and let's go after her for something else. It's like, but the charges are really right. We've gone from like, what does Erica know to like, these are charges against you of being like the criminal mastermind. Right. I mean, that's really what it's saying. I know. And isn't it just like, like, I don't know. How did Tom it's, it's interesting. I, I don't know how you defraud, you know, I mean, they're saying Tom stole a hundred million dollars basically when it's all said and done. I mean, how do you do that? And then like show up and like, not, I don't know, like I would be aging in like warp speed and I'd be so, I'd be like sweating. I don't know how you can go on TV and I don't know, like, it's crazy to me that Tom would do that. And what these charges are saying that her whole goal and coming on housewives was to talk for years about how great he was. And the minute someone said scandal, she could say, not Mr. Gelati. He is a, he is the, the, the pillar of the community. Well, I guess, that, I guess this, that's my Eric compression for the moment. This says the TV personality made the cynical decision to leverage the scandal to further her career and stay relevant in the tabloids, meaning more exposure and a larger paycheck for her next season of performing on Housewives. Edelson PC entered a demand for a jury trial, meaning there's requesting a to have the case heard and decided upon by citizens, of course, right? Because, I mean, who hasn't seen the show? Well, probably a lot of people, but in a statement issued to People, um, Jay Edelson said it's going to take some time to fully untangle the decades-long fraud committed by Tom's enterprise. We are, however, confident that we can prove that the law firm was operating as a criminal enterprise. I mean, that's a huge allegation. We understand that many of the people who have identified, including Erica and Tom's partners, have focused on a campaign of lies, misinformation, Information and victim blaming. While those tactics can work fine on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion show, it's a disaster in a court of law. Yeah, I mean, I still, I don't know. I still think 
proving guilt, and this is very top line without really diving into all this, I still think proving guilt, Jen Shaw to me has more to worry about than Erica. That's just my... Jen Shaw is on stage fucking twerking. I've never met... I've exactly. never met somebody being indicted or in charge in, in federal fraud or whatever the exact charges are, alleged, that is so happy and just living life. Living fucking life. Again, again, you would have to scour the black internet market, the black market of the internet to find a trace of me online. There would be nothing. You would, I would not be online 365 days of last year, 365 days of this year. For the rest of my life, until this was resolved, I would not, I would not, I would delete every account, Miller account, and live. I would film for the show because that's money. I, I would do well, my job. I mean, the thing is, is like, what else does Erica have? I mean, you know, she's divorced Tom. And if they're paid posts. Huh? Their paid posts. I mean, she b- has built herself as a singer and Instagram personality. You know, I mean, what else is she going? You know, it's not like I mean, I, and I truly do feel that Erica has been waiting for this moment. I mean, that was the trade off. And I think they've even said that, you know, she supported Tom for years. She traveled all over the world as his, you know, wife or whatever. And then it, t- it became a time when he slowed down and they obviously started embezzling all the money so she could be, I mean, it's, what's crazy to me is like, he must've been making like at least a couple million dollars a year. I mean, you, they still could have been impressive with that. You know, I mean, maybe they didn't have a private jet, but I mean, you know, they still were richer than most. Sell the big house, moving to like a normal house, a normal house in LA where you live or Beverly Hills is gorgeous. Move into like a house half the size and cut the stupid tour out. I mean, even though I love the tour, like that costs so, I mean, I'm telling you that. Well, I guess it goes to show you. I mean, she probably never made money from any of that stuff. Right. I mean, I, the first thing I said when I was at the tour is God, this is costing Mr. Girardi a lot of money. I mean, I was at the tour. They were on small stages in small venues. And, you know, like you see, like, you know, I haven't seen Candy Gal's tour, but like, you know, if like Melissa Gorga, if she were appearing in the club, it'd be Gorga with a microphone. Erica had, like, I'm not exaggerating, I think 12 backup dancers. Wow. 10. So the sheer number of of physical bodies, they all have to get a a salary of some sort. You have to transport them. How are these? I mean, a, a tour bus is a lot of gas and cost they had costumes so just the sheer fact that you want 12 people behind you mikey minden was on the road at every performance there's a hi mikey um what happened to mikey by the way where's mikey at oh he's out there baby but like these i mean that tour i swear to you this is before the scandal this is way back i had my ticket I, I, I said hi to Erica and I went and got my place in the front and I, when it started and when it was over, I said, this shit is costing Mr. Gerard. I said this so much money, it's no that scandal, is, nothing. I just was like, this is a fucking expensive hobby. And it literally was defrauding like playing victims. That's like, it was a literal, I mean, that's, that's just like, I don't know how you go on stage now. You know, we don't know because another lawsuit of hers was thrown out. So maybe, you know, maybe. She's totally innocent. And they're just trying to, you know, because to your point about Rena, a lot of people are very angry that she, and same with Jen Shaw, a lot of people feel like you shouldn't be celebrating, you know, life when you've been accused of this or somebody else on the back. And I mean, it's the same with Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw is guilty of what she's been accused of. I mean, she defrauded people out of Medicare, Medicaid checks. I mean, she wrote fake check. I mean, she, a lot of people gave them money and she and her partner there, again, we don't know that it's true. This is the accusations. They fucking cash those checks for fake and then bought Gucci. And are still buying Gucci. That's where it's like, get yourself yeah. off social media. Again, film the show because you're making money. But when you're stopped on the street by TMZ, when a reporter from ABC puts a microphone in your face, just say like, I am like horrified about these charges. Like at least have some 
remorse because the court of public opinion, when this is all over, whether you're innocent or not, like if you are not innocent and you go to jail, you will get out at some point. Like, I don't think Jen Shaw is going away for like 50. I don't, I think if Jen Shaw goes away, it's going to be a quick hit. I mean, you maybe, I think well, three to, you I think if, it's, if she's guilty, I think it's going to be three to five because I, I don't know. I feel like, are they going to make an example of her? I mean, look, even if she's sentenced to three, all right, the reality is maybe she does 18 months, right? Even if she's sentenced to five, maybe she does two years. I mean, you think about Teresa and Joe, I mean, they, Joe did over a year. I mean, it, it's very similar, similar charges to but- what they did think about it. So Jen will be in jail. She will literally probably the second day, maybe the second week after she gets settled and figures out the commissary, she'll start that book right away. There will be someone knocking on her door to write a book like Teresa. Teresa wrote a book about being in jail and her friends. She'll write a book. It will sell really well. So that gets you through a year and a half. Yeah. She'll go Who's my visitor today? Oh, it's my ghostwriter. Okay, let me go. We'll talk about these pages. Jen Shaw's going to be busy for, that's like a year and a half to write a damn book. Yeah, Honey, start start on the second day. You got nothing but time on your hands here. <laughs> She'll write the book. And I just think in Jen Shaw's mind, like, all right, there's still going to be money coming in from that. And I'm famous and now I'm uber famous. And I don't, I, I don't think redemption will come in her experience of being okay. in jail. If she's guilty, right? Isn't that what, I mean, some people come out of jail redeemed. They've taken the time to yeah, really, yeah. I don't think, I don't think Jen Shaw is capable of that. She's found guilty. All right. Well, there you go. Um, okay. I mean, we've covered it all today. What else? Is there anything else we want to talk about? I mean, we had some other topics. I don't know if we have okay. some time. Well, um, I guess not. You were talking about people politicking for the Roni stuff. You were saying some people were politicking. You were talking about Ebony. I mean, I saw it. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I would ask you really quick. Um, is do you think there's a shot that Julia Fox could be on Real Housewives of New York? That was That's the a good question. I do not think there is any shot. That is my honest opinion. Now, let me say a couple of things. Leah, Julia Fox was her, like, coach or vice vice versa. Sobriety coach. Yeah, she was like a sponsor in the program, which Leah cleared the air because there was a rumor that Leah outed Julia Fox and said, oh, you know, I'm I'm Julia's sponsor. Well, that's not true. Julia, Leah had gone on Julia's podcast and Julia said that. So Leah said Julia was my sponsor or vice versa? Vice versa. Julia is the one that starts. So Julia, as the sponsee, said Leah is my sobriety sponsor, my AA sponsor. And then Leah, you know, once it was okay by Julia, Leah talked about that. Great. Do I think that in real life I could see that? Yes. Do I think I could see Leah and Julia being friends? Yes. Do I think if Julia is hired for Real Housewives of New York and needs to bring her friend group with her. Do I think Leah, this helps Leah's chances of getting back on Roni? No. Leah McSweeney will not be on the OG show. Leah McSweeney will not be back on Real Housewives next season. I can say that 99.9 million percent with a million nines. She's not happening. She's over. Sorry, Leah. Goodbye, bitch. Um, you know what it is like julia i'm obsessed with julia fox don't get me wrong but like they don't i don't think like salt lake works because it's so it's like a a group of people that we got to know like i think julia fox starts with jumping the shark unless there's something there that i don't know she has to bring a friend group. Like it can't be about like, oh my God, that's Julia. She hangs out with Madonna. Oh my God, she was with Kanye. Like she has, like, I don't know. Have you seen what is Julia Fox like? As like, I mean, have you ever seen clips of know. her? No, we don't know. No, no. It seems um, exclude like it seems too elusive and offbeat for me. And they want like a real group of friends. I know you have to go, is what you're I gonna know. tell me. I love you. I know. Um, Guys, we okay. had a limit on this one, but we did like 15 minutes. Everyone but we, we've got a surprise for everybody coming up. So it's gonna be really good. So we um, do. 
Okay. The Sarah Fraser show, you can follow me, TikTok, Instagram, the Sarah Fraser show. I put out podcasts now seven days a week. Thanks to the guidance of my sponsor, um, David Yontif, who I adore. Where can people find you? Woo, 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 woo. Uh, behind the Velvet Rope, Spotify, Apple, or at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. Follow, go to YouTube, Behind the Velvet Rope, watch little clips um, and it, all of the above. So love you much. Thank you. And we'll do this next week. Love you, gorgeous. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.